Less the chef. Yeah. You can tell this guy, you know, he's going to make you feel comfortable. You know, when you're having a bad day sometimes, there are things that help you feel better. It's either it's food. It's either someone that you like. It's either a place where you want to go to or something that somebody gives you. What's making Khabu feel good right now is a cup of coffee. And uh, Zelma, what? Would be uh, me a cup of tea. Hey, yeah, it is like eh. And hey, let's talk about my cup here. That my cup needs a little va 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 vum, but it's all right. It does need a va va vum, but it's okay. We talk to uh, Les the chef in a moment. Stay with us on SAFM. Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Twenty-eight minutes to five. Happy Friday, Les the chef. Can I call you, Brother Les? Um, you can come whatever you like, Mandla. Uh, yeah, but I just go by the circle. Les the Chef is the brand um, is that, that I run. You know, when I had Les the Chef, I thought uh, not only does he cook, probably he sings to the food. That's why people love it so much. <laughs> I just play around with pots and a few knives, more kitcheningy. That's all I do. Where, where did where did this all start, brother? Um. The brand itself, uh, or what I do? The cooking, because, I mean, we play with toys, and uh, you play around in the kitchen, and so far, everybody hey, loves it. Um, I had a, a brain fart, I always tell people. Um, <laughs> about 11 years ago, I used to be an engineer. I'd wear the tie and suit, and um, corporate speak, point at PowerPoint slideshows, and all of that stuff, got sent to me. And then I realized that wasn't bringing me joy, and I just wasn't happy. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but... Uh, the 2010 World Cup was coming through, and I thought, okay, hospitality. But I'm someone who who wants to know how things work. So instead of starting a business, I decided, let me actually qualify in this business. So I went to chef school, and I started from the beginning, started at the bottom. And here I am 10 years later. Wow. Some people do these things at age 40. You did it earlier at some point. (laughs) Yeah, I was 26 at the time. When I, I jumped ship and I decided to to go uh, see what the crazy world of food is about. And the crazy world of food has loved you, has embraced you. It has. Uh, and I think it was also the way I took it on. Because what tends to happen more fine dining and you know our world of the table trots and the million knives and forks on the table and all of that snobbery. Uh, <laughs> people feel intimidated when they go into those restaurants. So I decided, no, you're not. I, we are South Africans. We are laid back. Um, we are chilled people. That whole snobbery thing is a European concept. So I decided to actually start breaking down fine dining and explaining to people, this is a chef. This is what we do. This is the difference between a cook and a chef. That fancy stuff that you're ordering, this is what that French means. So I took the snobbery out of it and I started making it more accessible. And people seem to embrace it um, and the crazy side of it. Why do... Do we chef swear so much? Do we actually do what Gordon Ramsay does more TV uh, and showing that to people? <laughs> that people are interested in that that crazy thing. What do you do? What do I do? Mm. What do you mean? In the kitchen? Yeah. You sing along, you whistle along, you play music. <laughs> what happens? Uh, I sing along even though some people run away when I start singing. But I love music. So sure. I just play my music and uh, yeah, I go a bit crazy. 
But I don't uh, shout. I don't do what Bob Gordon Ramsay do. It's not the way we are as um, Africans. In as far as having people running away when you sing, well, uh, you are not alone in this game. We are <laughs> in this together. Come on, they're jealous of us, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I like your thinking. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We are locked down. Um, some of us are lucky, you know, people like you have got these skills, you know, you can bring variety until the cows come home. But oh. many of us are trying to find a different way to eating, to make food interesting in, in, in a way that you miss it. You don't eat out of boredom. Yeah. You look yeah. forward to something that is prepared, that is nice, that is innovative and all of that. Do, do you find that people, people are cooking a lot? Do you find that people are calling to say, what do you suggest? How can I do this? Yo, it's so crazy, Amanda. Uh, in just the lockdown period, my subscribers to my YouTube channel have doubled. My blog has reached a million views. Every day on Twitter, I get tagged on a minimum of 20 photos of people's food. People are really embracing the cooking, but they don't have an option, so it's a good thing. But they're also asking me for for a whole lot of new recipes. At the beginning of the lockdown, the big thing was bo banana bread and maguena, yeah, the comfort food and the foods from back home. But as lockdown has continued, people are starting to miss what we chefs actually give them in restaurants. So it's getting more complicated now. People are asking how do they make the type of food they're getting in restaurants. It's, it's really fascinating to watch. Hey, my comfort food, maguena, I tried, yeah. and hey, they turned out very sour, man. <laughs> Can you it's help? Because you probably let them rise too long. Can you help, Brother uh, Sikho? Just give us a, a quick rundown as to how to best prepare Maguinia because I want to give it another shot. All right. Maguinia, um, you're working with the yeast. And when you work with yeast and flour, it's basically a bread dough. Yeast is a living organism. So it needs sugar to, to live and to expand. And what uh, yeast does, it excretes um, carbon dioxide. That is what causes it to rise. So it needs to eat sugar to produce carbon dioxide to rise. But once the sugar disappears, what yeast starts to do is get sour. And that is what happened with you. That's why I say you probably let it rise too much. So you needed to have added a bit more sugar. And the thing, uh, um, yeast, you need to knock it back twice. So even though it doubles um, the dough by rising for one hour, knock it back. Don't knead it again. You just punch it back. Yeah. And then you let it rise again another 15 to 20 minutes. Then you deep fry it. But the thing about guinea, especially if you're trying to make guinea from Kokasi, the type of guinea that we grew up with, is to add a bit more um, sugar. Makuinia um, and fed cook are not exactly the same. Fed cook are a bit more savory, they have less sugar. But makuinia from Kokasi have extra sugar. That is why you probably had um, a very sour guinea. And you need to work that thing, yeah? get some arm exercise in so you, you need it well. <laughs> Now, that difference between Maguinia and Fedkuk, because some of us saw it the same, but the problem is if I move from Kansi to town and I look for Maguinia, it doesn't look the same. No, it's not the same. It doesn't look the same. So Fedkuk, it's more of a dense bread kind of texture. And the Fedkuk are designed so that you can stuff them. Whereas Maguinia are meant to be a bit softer, they're rounder, they're a bit more sweet. So that's why I try to explain to people the difference. And sometimes you'll even find um, fed cook is so dense, they even cut it into squares. You can't do that, Gamakwini. You can't have a square queen. So they, there are some subtle t- um, differences between the two. Ah, you would mess it up. Uh, cut a queen to a square. <laughs> 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 
you see these things out there, do they? <laughs> hey, no, that's taking creativity to another level altogether. <laughs> but, I mean, you're in the kitchen. The thing is about playing and having fun. And the food is for you. So and now you just go crazy, guy. I mean, if you want to make a, a triangle queen, then do it. Okay. So obviously this also could be some kind of a bonding session. Yes, yes. I actually I always encourage people to, not just couples, but your children as well. Um, I got into the kitchen because my mom and my dad would bring us into the kitchen. So it became a normal thing to us. We didn't see that something weird until we visited other people's houses and we saw, oh, the parents don't cook together. The the sons aren't in the kitchen with their moms. Um, so it's very good for bonding. Um, yeah, awesome memories. You can tell stories. I wrote a whole book based on my memories of my childhood with my aunts and my grand and my mom. And I'm in the industry because I didn't see it as a strange thing to be in the kitchen. What's the name of the book? Um, it's just called Dijo. Dijo. That's it. Ntotemlat. <laughs> yeah, memories of all the warm food and um, the stuff that we grew up with. But then there's also sections where I've twisted it all and I've added all the, the snobbery and the chef stuff to it as well. Uh, quickly talking about Dijo, and you just reminded me, Mohodu, we have uh, a friend of the show from Stutterheim in the Eastern Cape who says they have Mohodu and Pap for breakfast. Oh, wow. What, what, what would you say as a chef? To serve Mohodu for breakfast? Yes. Uh, I actually did that last week for myself. Wow. I have no issue with it. I could have Mohodu for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I love it that much. And this whole thing of breakfast having to be... Ball, uh, pancakes and things like that isn't really part of our culture. I mean, Golden Popo would be served masonjale libosa for breakfast. Um, so I, I'm a firm believer in do what will fill your stomach at that time. As long as you add things that are going to provide you with the minerals and the energy you're going to need for the day. Yes. Um, I have no issue with that. Wow, interesting stuff. 0891 SMS 41391 at a cost of 150 tweets or, e or uh, tweets on Facebook at SFM Radio chatting to Le He's called the last the chef. And this is a man who moved from engineering to the kitchen and he's having so much fun. You look at his face, you're like, brah, you're going to make me feel good. What have you got to offer? And uh, he holds out his utensils there, and on we go. Now, various ways of enjoying Liguinia. What are people asking? Because obviously we've gotten introduced to Liguinia with means, fat-cooked means, and yeah. some people will hoi chicken mayo there. What other various I ways will. do you... F yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the chicken mayo... <laughs> well, Liguinia. Um, Liguinia that's an interesting thing I promise like, you Oh, is it fat cake oh, is that now? what you do, uh, Manla? Hey, Brales Run out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh, the fun thing That's happening with the lockdown People are tagging me on a whole lot of creations I saw the other day by Popo, What they like is um, Avocado that's been mixed in with Acha, Kamakwenya and I was like, eh? I've never, but this, apparently it's a lovely combo. So Makwina, because they are on the sweet side, it means they work with things that are savory very well. That's why we liked it, uh, snook fish, and we liked it with um, chips and things like that. So when something is sweet, it tends to work with something um, that is very savory. 
Uh, I like to stuff it with um, grated cheese. I like to um, add, I don't know, just whatever that is a bit um, saltier than the quinoa would be. Um, you can also, if you're really fancy, boil smoked salmon if you really want to be showing off. But what I encourage people, when I grew up, I loved um, the white liver that used to be sold. Oh, yes. But I tried to teach people how to make it for themselves at home, the chicken liver. Um, and that's what I did in the book as well, where you see the quinoa, next to it is how to make chicken liver pate. So I try to recommend people to make things from scratch rather than buying processed foods and um, putting things that you don't know in the ingredients. I mean, if you look at some of the things that we put in our systems, there's so many chemicals in them. So rather try things that you can make yourself. I couldn't, I could never understand the concept of uh, maguinha and snookfish. Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> no, I think something is wrong with you. <laughs> That's an awesome combo. How Manda? Hey, I, I, I tried over the years. Um, maybe the sun, I need to fix my palate. <laughs> but, uh, you must just be careful. Because big fish, you're going to be smelling like it the whole day. So when you're playing around with it, make sure no one's around. Hey, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've really battled. Um, so... Most people are asking on, on, on a wide range of foods and are experimenting on a wide range of foods you, you find on your channels. Uh, yes. So what I try to do with my YouTube channel is for the lockdown, I'm making simple things, 101. You'd be surprised. People don't know how to make gravy. They don't know how to make um, simple things. Yeah, serious, because gravy isn't made with the soup powder. We grew up seeing our moms making gravy because soup powder. So I try to explain the technical side of it, where you have to actually use a stock. And this is how you make it from scratch. Um, how you make um, custard from scratch. People assume custard is made with a powder. You make custard um, with eggs and cream and vanilla. So I'm trying to break it down to the very basics of cooking. Once you understand the basics, then you can actually start experimenting more. And that's what I've decided to do. And also with lockdown, I mean, you know the budget is a bit... Uh, yeah, hey, it's rough. It's well. rough. So try not to be too opulent. Try not to do too many fancy things. And um, that is people embracing it right now. They're liking the simple stuff. Obviously, I mean, South Africa is an exciting country. Everybody is here. Um, in terms of, you know, brothers, brothers and sisters from the rest of the continent, are, are they talking to you? Are they suggesting to you that uh, this is what uh, us locals can enjoy? Yeah. What I like about um, how small the global village has become because of social media, um, we are all literally in one place, even though we are in different countries. So when people were posting Makwenya, the Nigerians were coming to the comments to say, these are puff puffs. Because go Nigeria, they're called puff puffs, and they were saying they make them in a similar fashion. And then when I was breaking down how to make your own um, amasi at at home um, by fermenting milk and other things, then the Kenyans came into my mentions and said we also do the same thing. So it's opening it up and showing people that our um, our borders may be there physically, but we have a shared heritage. I mean, uh, the whole, we love bright meat here. In Kenya, they like to bry a goat. Then someone said they call goat mbuzi in Kenya, which is what we call it in Zulu. Yes. So we share communalities and histories and heritage um, that we don't talk about too much. And now that people are embracing food and because of lockdown, talking about it and sharing pictures, 
we're actually seeing how common we actually are on the continent. Talking about Mbozi meat, it's hard to find up here in Joburg. Why is that though? I don't understand. It's one thing I'm trying to to understand and it actually costs more than buying um, mutton or um, a, sh- a sheep, a live sheep. It's something that I've been over the years trying to understand much why why it's that way. That's, that's the strangest thing. So for people to get to, to, get to grips with uh, the uh, recipe, Magunya recipe that you shared with us, where do we go? Um, you can go to my YouTube channel. It's called Dipitzeng with Les the Chef. Um, and there's a breakdown. I physically show you how this is how you make Magunya. Uh, in just one week, there was 15,000 hits on that video. So people like Magunya. I don't understand. <laughs> I thought everyone knows how to make Magunya. But on my social media, it's just Les the Chef, and you can hit me up there, and I'll respond if you want the recipe. Well, Kabo, Maguinya for you today? No. Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What you look like? I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for a day like Friday, what would you suggest, brother? Um, in terms of African cuisine? Yes. Like stuff. So the staple Dutch go um, North Africa is couscous. And I always encourage people to rather go for lighter starches. I know we grew up eating pap, um, but if you want to do stuff, you can make a couscous salad that can be your starch. And then I'm a firm believer in grilling meat on the fire. Um, we may be under lockdown, but it doesn't mean that we can't have brine. So couscous with some a poiki or a braai outside, uh, that is what I would love to do right now. Fantastic stuff. I'd love to bring me some boozy, but as we say, it's hard to find. I don't know why. And uh, if anybody knows places, uh, we are in Joburg. If you know a place where we can get, get goat meat, please let us know. Because uh, we get the beef and the lamb, but uh, goat meat we don't get, and many people enjoy it. If you know where to find it, please uh, tweet us or Facebook us and also share with Brale uh, uh, Brale Seho, thank you for joining us. Much appreciated. Thank you, Mandra. And uh, I'm telling my mother you laughed at me with the snockfish story. <laughs> Give it another try, man. <laughs> I will. So it'll be like Guinea snockfish. Where does the Acha feature there? Hey, me, I'm not such a big fan of the Acha. You see, you're not a fan of snockfish. Me, it's with the Acha. Um, but I make my own. Uh, and yeah, I have a recipe for making homemade Acha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you and I will talk a lot more, brother. So. We'll no problem. Thank you for joining us and uh, enjoy the weekend and uh, happy cooking. Enjoy the kitchen. You too. Thanks, man. I hope Fa- you have an awesome one. Fabulous. Thank you. That's Les the Chef on SFM. So you can find him on YouTube. He's got a YouTube channel and you can go to at Les the Chef uh, for more information. And uh, on Twitter at 10 minutes to 5 uh, at the doctor. He says, I enjoy fruit salads because it's easy to prepare as I'm always in a hurry. If not, Makuinya, Kiboza, Watseva Kasimos. Yeah? Yeah, Shabs in Fruit salad in the morning, not a bad idea, eh? No. No? Zelma. For Zelma, yeah, Zelma and fruit salad and uh, a cup of tea, eh? Z? Mm-hmm. Uh huh, way to go.